Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. That's the real problem. The bailiff at Judge Duty is bad at improv, and that's that's what's keeping his career stagnant this entire time. Yeah. Or is he great at improv and he's being stifled and he gets, you know, Whoa. she just said. <laughs> that, oh, like Judge Judy is hemming him up in the back and being like, you better not step on my show. Like, bring it tonight. Relax, buddy. <laughs> now let's do it again. But how we usually do it. <laughs> I do like to think that there are some takes where he fully like comes out of his shell and then she like calls cut like nah take that back nah let's do it again but the right way <laughs> Judy's way <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove that Doc Rivers invented the see-through fade. That's right. Y'all been calling Doc Rivers bald-headed. But nope, that nigga went to the shop and said, give me the Invisalign, baby. Make that shit see-through. You remember when Marcus Houston wore that see-through outfit? That's what Doc Rivers is doing, but with a taper. I fucking love it. I am your host, Langston Herman. As always, I'm here. I'm excited. My guest today. God damn, do we have a, a phenomenal guest for you today. He is hilarious. You know him from his special Miami Nights. You know him from Broad City. You know him from the Eric Andre show. It's fucking Spider-Man movies. And most importantly, he has a, a pending project. Uh, an upcoming restaurant that you are gonna you're gonna love it's gonna be phenomenal it's called future poops you 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 can't wait to hear more about it i can't wait yeah. to hear more about it give it up for my guest mr hannibal burris 
What's happening, man? What's up, Langston? Yeah, what up, dog? <laughs> that song <laughs> is more. that song is great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> A dude named Nick Chambers. Yeah, just I the whispering. I didn't catch what was going on at first, and then and and I started hearing it was just whispering different conspiracy theories and that stuff. Yeah, it's mostly uh, nonsense that me and Nick sat down and wrote. It's it's a nice time. Yeah. Tell me more about these uh, future poops, though. I got to know more about this restaurant. I had a joke, actually, early on in my career about I don't know why girls like fancy restaurants because all of it is future poop. It's one of Mm -hmm. those just (laughs) premises that's not really, uh, it probably wasn't great for stand-up, but everything is not for stand-up is what I learned with time. You know, some things are ideas or concepts and not for the stage. They're for Some of these are too brilliant to be wasted on just randos in an audience. Just in a bar. No, some of them deserve to have a team around them. A chef, a general (laughs) manager, a staff, a building, some music, a menu. And that's the way you flesh out. Some of these these you need to call in the Michelin (laughs) reviewers to have them come down and get their their take on future poop. Yeah. 17 years after the fact. And so that's where it was. So I had the idea just of a a place called Future Poop, where that's the fun, just dumb name, but then having the food actually be really good. And so (laughs) I I hit up a chef friend when I had the idea. I was like, hey, man, I got this restaurant idea, Future Poop. Uh, it's gonna be, you know, fusion, but the food is good, the branding is good, we got good music and yeah. you know, good jingles and all of that, and we donate money to colon cancer research and all of that, <laughs> and just kind of, you know, make this poop joke experience really good. And and he and he was like, oh, I'm with it. And so then he made a menu, and so it's just gas on the fire. So uh been moving with that. Gonna try to get, we're gonna try to get. In at Pitchfork Festival, if we get on the grounds for Pitchfork Festival, Whoa. if not doing doing a pop up somewhere in Chicago, if we don't get the official, you know, Pitchfork booth. I love this. But, uh, I love I love when a bit goes uh, further than a bit was meant to go, and that's a it's a beautiful thing when it just it turns yeah. into something more meaningful than we ever anticipated. I'm a big fan. Yeah, man, because you can just re- you just realize it's not it's just about the energy you put behind something and and putting the pieces together and truly believing because that's mm-hmm. what it is when i when i get on the phone with folks they're like, yo he's he's not fucking around he's yeah. for real <laughs> i could hear i could hear it in his <laughs> it's like when you listening to rap you're like yo i believe this mama like when i'm talking about future poop people are like yo he's he's legit <laughs> i feel it <laughs> <laughs> he's not messing around is dead serious about future <laughs> he's poop dead serious He's gonna make it happen. Uh, Cause there's a spot you heard of the Heart Attack Grill in Vegas. No, there's a spot called the Heart Attack Grill in downtown Vegas, and they and they just uh, it's based. Everybody has to wear. It's a medical thing, so people, oh. people get free food if they weigh over. 300 pounds of five it's something crazy and people have had actual heart attacks in there and Holy they got this shit. fake this fake doctor character and he said yeah you know i'm just trying to show you mcdonald's won't tell you about this but that and he's just like yeah you know this food is messed up but i'm just being real and he's he's just fully is committed into this thing 
that's yeah. way more fucked up than what you're offering. You're you're just saying yeah. like, look, let's be honest about the cycle that this food is gonna go yeah. through. Yeah, they're murdering people and being like, hey, you know what you signed up for? Look at our look they're, at our symbol. Yes. Look at our name. They're doing like burgers with eight patties and just real cartoonish, just crazy stuff. People have to wear medical gowns and it's just a weird zone. But they they committed to their bit so much where, you know, it locked in and people make the decision day after day to, to go in there and have Jesus a, Christ. We're a never going to make burger. it past, past whatever this is. <laughs> this generation <laughs> of just like uh, acknowledging that we're dying and then also volunteering for more of it is, I don't know if we're going to survive this one. Yeah, I mean, it's not, we need some overeating reps, you know what I mean? Just because there's a lot of <laughs> There's lean rap and there's pill rap, but there's no, yeah, I mean, I hate the whole burger and the arteries. It's then, and this shit is just really just a part My of My breathing has changed, and I don't know if it'll go back. Just... <laughs> <laughs> right, nah, I'm going to just make fat being cool on the rap. Yeah. All right. There's, there's a lot of cool fat rappers. There are a lot of cool fat rappers. They're they like, yeah, yeah. And they don't focus enough on on how they got that way, I think, is is the larger takeaway from this. We need to know how you made it that far, big pun. Don't just start at I'm fat and handsome. Tell me how yeah. you got fat and handsome. And tell us how tired you are after your concerts also. Just <laughs> like, really talk about what it is to put on an hour show and, and how that feels and how you wish it would feel different. The toll it's put on your oversized body. Please tell us more. Yeah, I know it's tough. Cause you know how <laughs> I know? Because I, I, even when I was, I was a little out of shape and I would do a bit with just required me running across the stage. I, I don't know how Cat Williams does it. Uh, yeah. Be, <laughs> I would I, do a bit and I'm like, God damn, that wasn't even that much running. I think about that that bit where he rides the stool like a motorcycle all the time, and it's like, yeah. nigga, how? How did you find yourself down there that easily? Yeah, man, it's uh, it's cardio, man. This is real cardio. I've seen folks, you know, when you see singers training and and on on the treadmill or something and singing their stuff to get that's where it is. You know, I love that clip of Kanye performing "Touch the Sky." And then he, uh, during the, I just wanted to dance. I went to Jacob and Alba. I could just, yeah. I got in advance. I just want, and he's running across the stage full speed. He's like, that's tough to do. Man. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when people, people like him, yeah, yeah, he cares. He's just, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's invested in this journey. <laughs> All right. This, yeah, we, we can't banter anymore. We got to launch into this shit because you came right. with a conspiracy theory that I would say is has been one of our most highly requested ones. Albeit no yeah. no one's ever brought it up to me, but you're the first and you said my mama told me. Mountain Dew lowers your sperm count. Yeah. I've been Tell me it's more. just I just been seeing I've been hearing it and it just feels right, man. You know, and, and it's kind of <laughs> Mountain Dew, the it, Mountain Dew does seem like it would it would do something like that. It's just uh, it's not great it tasting does. at all, and it it's not most soda isn't good for you anyway. But Mountain Dew, if you had to rank them, 
Mountain Dew feels like the one that would, you know, just put your your bloodline in danger. Yeah, and, it's there's something yeah. about it that that seems the most unnatural of all the sodas. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. all right, I know what what some of these things are at least attempting to tell me they are. But Mountain yeah. Dew's like, hey, nigga, we made this up. This ain't got nothing yeah. to do with nothing. It ain't got nothing to do with mountains or dew. Like, <laughs> Mountain Mountain Dew. If you talking about a, that's just water, should be just water. And you said, nah, we got all this other stuff in it. So that means they, you know. Yeah, no, our water, our water glows and uh, it don't stop glowing even when it's inside yeah. of you. Yeah. I will say I did when Mountain Dew Code Red came out and maybe I think that was about 2000, mm-hmm. 2003, that range. I did fall victim to that marketing. Uh-oh. So that's how they get you. That's how they get you. You <laughs> that's fall how they get you. <laughs> that's how they get you. Certain yeah. marketing, because you realize the marketing isn't about getting you to go get something right away. Mm-hmm. It's just about that subtle thing where you're like, oh, this is an interesting commercial. And then when you look and then you're in a liquor store and you're like, oh, I need a beer real quick. And you're like, oh, the most interesting man in the world. And you get a dose. Yeah. yeah. And like later, he's like, oh, that's uh, when you're in that moment. Oh, yeah. Them. Them. They had a funny commercial. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like, and maybe you felt this too, Mountain Dew, at least in my memory of it, was marketed more towards like skater, white boy, like some cool X game shit. But then Code Red came around and that one was more marketed towards like black people. That was like the them attempting an, an effort at an urban market for for Mountain Dew. And similarly, I thought that it was like different than the alternative. Yeah, man. It uh were they trying to so they were trying to go with Sprite, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well when was it? When was that? When did Mountain Dew Code, Code Red? Two thousand one. Two thousand one it dropped. Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah, I remember it. I was in college. They would have it at the at the cafeteria. Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> yeah, I used the I loved Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Code Red. And I thought I similarly had heard for years that it lowered your sperm count. But at the time I was like, I ain't doing nothing with these sperm. I, I'll drink all I want. Yeah. What what could possibly go wrong with all of this? Yeah. I mean, how much do you do you need? I guess. The, the real thing is, you know, what is the result of having a lowered sperm count and, mm-hmm. and procreating? Because if there's millions of them, then you can lose 100,000 and yeah. be all right. <laughs> right. And, How okay, much so lower I, are we talking in the grand I, scheme of things? Like, does does a low sperm count make the, the baby? Let's see. Let's see about what happens when you have a lower sperm count, you know? Yeah, you know, I don't uh, think that a low sperm count affects the baby that comes out. <laughs> I don't think that, like, if you have a low sperm count, now your baby's got, like, a weird arm or uh, anything like that. I just think it makes it less likely that you can effectively make a baby. Uh, yeah, low sperm count symptoms might include problems with sexual function. Mm-mm. For example, low sex drive or difficulty maintaining an erection, pain, swelling, or a lump in the testicle area. Decreased facial or body hair or other signs of a chromosome or hormone 
abnormality. Okay. Oh, man. Even if you're not using them, you want them in there just to keep you you looking the way you're supposed to look, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, just to keep, you know, because if you got a patchy beard, you don't want people like, hey, is that what's going on, Joe? <laughs> it's a fresh hole in your beard right there, homie. You, hey, man, you might want to work on your sperm count. <laughs> you've been drinking. I told you to stop drinking those Jack and Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> number one, Jack, it's disgusting. <laughs> but number two, it's bad for you. Yeah, Mountain Dew didn't make it into the 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 mixer the drink mixer of uh you know ginger ale made it in there coke yeah. made it in there soda water made it in there nigga milk made it in and they were still <laughs> like but we're not doing mountain dew was <laughs> 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 really pushed white russians like as milk and liquor like yeah sure 14 bucks no problem <laughs> new york city i remember i ordered because it was it was a phase of drinking where I just kind of ordered shit that I heard other people say, or I just heard from some. Because my first, I think definitely first couple times I drank when I was underage, I just ordered gin and juice because I mm-hmm. heard some. Like, I'm like, gin and juice. That's yeah. like, hey, really? I know. And then gin, gin should be completely illegal anyway. Right. Just the... Uh, I think I got arrested the second time I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> just from the natural yeah. effects of what gin just, does just, to a human just body. Put me, just put a different energy into me. Yeah, it should be. That should be illegal. It just doesn't gin to make you sin. It's just a, it's a it's a mess. But yeah, yeah gin's bad. It didn't even it didn't make it into the. Into the drinks, which is to me a very telling sign of how dangerous this drink is. That even bartenders <laughs> were like, "I, I wouldn't nah. dare mix that one." No, I can't mix that with your poison. <laughs> I'll poison I can't put you more one poison. Way, but... <laughs> Not another. Come on, man. Nah, nah, man. No, no. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this: Where was yeah. it? Do you think? The first time you heard that Mountain Dew affected your sperm count, where where do you feel like that that rumor first hit you? Uh, I think it was one of those. It's just one of those. You, I think maybe two thousand eight or nine. You know, just hearing about it and and just really feeling like, yo, this sounds about right. Yeah, you know, and you were just like, yeah, I'm all in. I think, yeah, I believe it. And at that point, I had abandoned code red so i was willing to just jump on board and and really you know keep pushing that yeah uh, that's the yeah, that is so. the funny thing about the way that uh conspiracies work is that like if it's some shit that you've already given up you're like yeah yep yeah that sounds yep. good to me i'm done yep <laughs> i'm done anyways i knew something was up uh-huh. you just put it you just then, put it on your intuition i knew i felt that shit huh Right. But then somebody's like, hey, you know, uh, the chicken, the chicken's got all these probiotics and weird things in it that are bad for you. And you're like, I don't know. I think I think I'll stick with chicken. Yeah. No, it's like, no, that's just that that mumbo jumbo right there that y'all talking, (laughs) man. I am. What are you talking about, man? Get on gone with that bullshit. (laughs) I ain't even trying to hear that, man. Chicken been good to me my whole life. (laughs) In all forms, you know, I know I'm. I haven't had uh, Popeyes in a while, 
Yeah. But there was a le- level of self-loathing each time where mm-hmm. I kind of was concede that I was going to have bubble guts afterwards. Like, oh, yeah, this is what it's going to do right. to me. And this is this is just part of it. I would accept that. Yeah. And that, that's not good. It's not good. You know, you get better methods. You take Pepto-Bismol preemptively, like when you, you know, <laughs> like when you do Molly. Now I'm like, okay, sure. Molly makes me shit, so let me get ahead of it uh-huh. a little bit. Oh, here's a theory, too. I'll never forget this. It was 2016 All-Star Weekend in Toronto. And Chappelle had a show there. Yeah. And I go to the show. Backstage, they had Popeyes. And uh, me and Donnell Rollins. And we were eating this Popeyes. And he's like, yo, it's Popeyes. It's fresh. It tasted like it was made with love. (laughs) (laughs) Which is never a statement anyone's ever made about Popeyes ever. Yeah, we were there like, this is different. They they got, (laughs) Canada got different chicken regulations up here. We could tell it just tasted fresher. And we were like, yeah, this is not going to give us diarrhea or nothing. It just tasted better. So that's one. Just we are I, obviously Canada treats their food and chickens better than we do. That, but it was just did you, know, you to get that? Did you in did fact not get diarrhea from that Popeyes? Did not get diarrhea. It's Whoa. a conversation I'll remember forever. I remember just we. It was just me and Donnell. Like, damn, this chicken is fresh, man. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> like, what have we been doing back home? Damn, this three-day-old chicken is fresh. Mm. Yeah, it was it was fresh, man. It was a different, <laughs> a different level. Just the you know, fast food restaurants and and stuff in other countries sometimes just have a. What was I? Was I in Amsterdam years back? And I went to Burger King, and then after I got my food, and they handed me my food, the guys said, "Enjoy your delicious meal." Just had this real. Just professionalism. Yeah. And I'm like, enjoy your delicious meal. I'm like, God damn it. It's different over here. Yeah. It's just, it's a classier, more delightful experience. Thus, the food is better. Yeah. That living wage experience. Yeah. (laughs) A person who doesn't doesn't have to go home to a disappointed (laughs) wife because he can't make make rent. Yeah. It's great. Well, let me ask you this. With all of that, Knowing or at least believing at the time that Mountain Dew could affect your sperm count, did that get you off of soda completely? Are you like now a dude who like, I ain't drinking none of that just in case this is like larger than Mountain Dew. This is spreading across the entire soda, you know, lexicon. Not all the way off, but I don't I don't seek it out. You Mm -hmm. know, it's one of those that. I'll try if it's around sometimes I'll have a Sprite, but I'm not really buying Sprite, you know, but if it's at somebody's spot, I'll have a Sprite. That's the thing. I do want to, I do want to cut out sugar, but it's tough. It's hard, dude. It's it's super tough. It's just, I got, I got a real sweet tooth. 
And it really, it went up when I stopped drinking because mm -hmm. I used to drink a lot of Jameson and ginger ale and that's a lot of sugar. And so I remember just after, I thought when I stopped drinking, I would just lose a lot of weight, but <laughs> I was replacing it with sugar. So I would just be, I remember being in a Walgreens candy aisle and I had been sober a couple weeks or something and my mouth just started watering. Yeah. Just from being around candy. And I was like, God damn, they really, the sugar really in my veins for real, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, uh, I similarly am like constantly trying to like cut back. Oh, I'll stop eating fucking cookies and brownies and sour straws and shit. And literally, if I'm around it, I'm going to eat this shit. I can't even begin to to keep my hands off of it. Yeah, it's a it's a tough it's a tough one. And I once I replaced it with cocaine, I was <laughs> able to kind of get it out. You know, it's just like you can't just give up a vice. You have to find something else. You got to find a cool device. <laughs> That, that, that kind of balances it out and you could also spend time with that. So it's just, you know, every day. And that's the best lesson that I think you guys could walk away with is if yeah. you're addicted to sugar, you got to get on cocaine. It's going to solve a lot cocaine. of your problems. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to, you're going to taste as much, you know, while you're, you're not going to want, you don't, you don't eat as much anyways. So the sugar thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who needs to talk about uh who needs a, a sugar craving when you got all these business ideas to talk about <laughs> yeah yeah hell yeah. Few, like, now listen future poop and then the <laughs> and we have a sitcom and guess where they hang out all the time future poop let's go <laughs> now that's called cross marketing we get we're in the business baby <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Hannibal Burris and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today 
at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. This what I feel like. Hell, huh. laughing to the bank like. Ha I always forget how long that one is. And we're back. We're back here with more yeah. Hannibal Birds. More my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that Mountain Dew destroys your sperm count. And yeah. uh, I guess leaves you less of a man than you started with a patchy beard and and less confidence. <laughs> more, more of a shell of a, a man at this yeah. point. Destroys you. Who, whose laugh was that? I know it, but I couldn't. I uh I often I come up with a lot of weird drops and then I also yeah. petition my audience to send me drops and that was sent to us by a person so I don't actually know. Okay, because I, I know the I know the moment, but I just couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't place it. That was on. It feels like a a very and I could be very wrong. It feels like a a Steve Wilkosy, uh Jerry Springer type vibe of like somebody retaliating to an audience making fun of them. But I could be wrong. Uh, uh Wilkos, what a what a success story, you know? My God, the life that he's lived, right? You know, off of just being security guard. But what about like the bailiff on Judge Judy? No yeah. spinoffs for him. His problem is he doesn't punch enough people in the face. And that really, uh, uh, it doesn't make us remember him the way that we need to. You know what I mean? He had so many chances, though. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> so many missed opportunities. So many. It wasn't just like a season. He had so many <laughs> shots to just. Ain't no, and it's not like Judge Judy is switching up her moves no. at all. <laughs> she coming in hot every time. She, if you don't back your girl exactly. up and punch somebody in the face, man. Yeah, he could have been saying wild stuff all the time. And he, he was just, you know, mm, he did that's his, his move shaking. Mm. <laughs> all right. Damn. We got to jump into this research. Now, let's start with what we do know. Medical okay. professionals, based on everything that I read, do say that there is, it is, in fact, a myth that Mountain Dew kills your sperm. So if you decide that you want to go back to Mountain Dew Code Red, uh, apparently that is not exactly what is happening with Mountain Dew, right? Okay. Now, one of the things that they say 
about Mountain Dew. And this was what everybody theorized was that there were two reasons why they were theorizing that Mountain Dew was killing your sperm. And number one was it has more caffeine than any other type of soda. It's like way more caffeine than the average soda. And then number two is this chemical called yellow number five. Have you heard of yellow number five? Yeah. It's the main ingredient that everybody was worried is like uh, fucking up your sperm. Okay. What's the, uh, I want to jump back to the caffeine part. How much more caffeine than the other drinks does uh, Mountain Dew have? So I don't know that it's like uh, an insanely more amount, but I think that's why it became like the extreme drink was like they were pitching it as like um, it was like a precursor for like uh, five hour energies and your your monsters and all that other stuff where it just was telling you, look, we got a little bit more than than everybody else is putting in their their regular drinks. OK, so uh, I just pull, I just pulled up some stats. Yep. Mountain Dew has 55 milligrams caffeine per can. Diet Coke, 46.3. Yeah. Dr. Pepper, 42. Pepsi, 38.9. Okay. So. So they're shitting on everybody else's. Yeah. On the caffeine side of the game. Okay. And a cup of coffee has 150 milligrams of caffeine. I'm so glad you said that because they say that essentially like. For a cup of coffee and that level of caffeine, that what'd you say, 145? One, uh, 150. 150. So a, a, they're saying that if you drink, let's say, a 12-ounce cup of coffee, they actually say that that improves your sperm motility, which is just the, the uh, sperm's ability to, like, move around and shit, right? Yeah. But. They say if you were to drink four of those cups, four 12-ounce cups, that would pretty much make your sperm sit still and not move at all because that's an overdose of caffeine for your sperm. So it could affect you if you do too much caffeine, but a little bit of caffeine actually makes your sperm perk up and shit. Okay. The word motility, for some reason, made me think of a futuristic startup that's like a pill (laughs) that you take. And then it's like these other beings and they go into your and in and, and your sack and give your sperm motivational speeches. And, <laughs> and you're like, hey, come on, man. It's just out out, you know, and they're in there just talking and like, you can do this, what are you doing? Like, oh, I got it. Okay. I was just and he's trying to find out the sperm wasn't just set. it was just, you know. They're just, just giving the sperm. It. Just They're giving busy. the sperm the uh, the Everest treatment, just like, come on, man, yeah. how you see you there, just here. sitting there. What's wrong with you? What's wrong, man? You can create a life. Come on, <laughs> you can bring a new human being, and that human being, and that, and you can do it. You can be you. You can change the world. Believe in yourself. Why are you sitting there with your tail all curled up, looking stupid? <laughs> I'm worried. I'm gonna create a serial killer. So I just <laughs> just the possibilities of what a human being can be and just all of the just things that can happen in the world with all the variables. They just drive me crazy and I just don't want to get out there. It's just so many things that can happen. So I just feel better just being right. Just leave me be. There's actually no evidence of uh, of humans actually being worth the, the investment that I could possibly put into an egg. So I, I don't want to be a part of it. I just don't. It's just a lottery and it's <laughs> yeah, some I've been look, some are amazing, but it's a lot, and you might just have somebody just just 
regular and boring and i don't want to be a part of that it's just you know why why even the good people are sort of contributing to the destruction of the planet i don't know it just doesn't seem yeah it's just the the wealth disparity and i don't want to be on either side of it right now you know because it just wouldn't feel good All right, so the sperm motility could be uh, affected by all this these cups of coffee. So four cups would basically come out to 600 uh, milligrams of caffeine, which is a shit ton. And apparently it would require you mathematically to drink essentially 11 cans of Mountain Dew a day to have that same effect. So it's not like you're you're anywhere near in all likelihood the chances of actually affecting your sperm negatively unless you are drinking an insane amount of Mountain Dew. Okay. So, so you know, the average yeah. person probably ain't doing that. Now, when I was a kid, I, I used to go to, to this gas station by my house and drink uh like those. It wasn't a big gulp, but it was because it wasn't a real 7-Eleven, but it was like a big ass cup of just of Mountain yeah. Dew and they would let you refill for free. So I drink like two or yeah. three of those a day and that was like 30 ounces each. So I was fucking myself up pretty good, but I don't know man. if I was fucking my sperm up, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, man. It's just a lot. Some, some sodas, I would even, you, you will notice there's a different harshness in some. Mm-hmm. Now thinking back, I remember crushes had a sort of harsher hit when you when it would go down. That initial yeah. flavor, what you're getting it for, is that, yeah, that taste. Mostly we should be just be spitting stuff out. Now that I think about it, we should just be like, <laughs> like how we, like wine tasters, most of this stuff, because we're just doing it for the initial flavor. Right. <laughs> we shouldn't have it go all the way through the process. What? Why? No, that's not meant <laughs> for your through- intestine. <laughs> like through the whole thing and out. What? What have I been? I, I've been. Uh, what have I been doing to myself? But yeah, I remember those certain certain stuff. Like, oh, that burnt like that felt like liquor a little bit the way it hit. Mm-hmm. That's got a nip that's to one it. Of them yeah, man. It's just you know. Uh, no, I I think that's a hundred percent correct. A bunch of these things are not actually meant for your body, and they actually talked about some of the things that that beyond your sperm count that Mountain Dew can negatively affect you with. And some of the things are fucking wild. It's that if you overdrink Mountain Dew or any sodas, you can end up with insomnia, irritability, upset stomach, diarrhea, and a faster heartbeat. Like you just walking around with a fucking nearly exploding heart for the rest of your life because you wanted to do the do. Yeah. See, man. And that and drinks and food and how it affects mood makes me think about times in my life where I probably wasn't in the right space to make a high mm-hmm. level decision. Yeah. And I might have been irritable because of drinking poison <laughs> the past couple of days or sleepy or whatever. Yeah. And made a, a high level decision based on that shit. And like, well, should have drank more water. And I would have been, you know, in Angry Birds too. I, you're right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was, I was, <laughs> I was hungover. Uh, no, I ain't doing no Angry Birds too. <laughs> I did the first one. I'm not. 
just yelling. <laughs> out. I'm so I was just ah, I'm not consistent. <laughs> I wasn't at my best. You I'm sorry. Me by... <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a big gulp of Mountain Dew and I just I, my head just wasn't on straight. It just felt like the right thing <laughs> to say in that <laughs> moment. <laughs> I actually had a lovely time on Angry Birds 1. And and in retrospect, yeah. I'd love that check as well. <laughs> I just, you know, it was such an easy 30 minutes of work. Thank you so much. <laughs> Who am I to turn this down? Disclaimer, I was not offered Angry Birds 2. And I <laughs> don't have real anger about not being in it. Oh, before well, blog picks now. up like hey hey <laughs> hey 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 you weren't right for it you you would have <laughs> you would have ruined the natural chemistry that they had in, in two with your reads i do love the idea of them being like yeah it just doesn't fit you just don't you don't look like one of the birds you don't look like the turquoise bird to me <laughs> I I do wish though when we do animated stuff and we do the press for it, just, just can we just just dress me up as the animal and we do the mm. run? You know what I'm saying? Like, let sure. Me just do like you ain't got nobody in these costumes on the. Let's have let's if put a dog next to me at least like a a full size yeah. dog <laughs> next to me. And then we can kind of banter back and forth because me how the, by how myself. Do you ex- <laughs> how do you expect me to get in character if I'm not at least wearing the dog costume or sitting next to a dog that in this in this ad? Yeah, I can't do it. I can't just look at the poster next to the journalist and like lock in, you know. But mm-hmm. if you give me a dog, I'm just like, yeah, you know how we be <laughs> out here. We out here doing it again, pets to dog stuff, you know, and it's just, yeah, it's just the story, uh, just everybody just working with the cast, you know, cast, it's like a family, you know, when we out there and just talking and yeah, and we're like a family, even though we did our sessions separately and nobody ever worked in the same room together. It's like a distant family, you know, that cousin you don't really talk to that much when you get together is good like that. Check it out. You know, we did our sessions and I never met him, but I did see his name signed on the same sheet of paper when we went into the the rooms later (laughs) from each other. So, So, yeah, yeah. there's a bond there. Yeah, there's a bond. The energy he left in the room. (laughs) When I got to the room, they said, oh, he was way more fun than you were. He was like more... He was more. <laughs> oh, yeah. He shook everyone saying you sort of uh, just lowered your head and went straight to the microphone. But that's neither here nor there. Thank you for doing the, the movie. <laughs> OK, let's talk a little bit about yellow number five, because I do think that this is an important equation in this whole thing. It's the main ingredient that everybody points to in terms of lowering sperm count. And one of the things that that people point out is that yellow number five is not specific to Mountain Dew. It's actually in a lot of other shit. It's in candy. It's in potato chips. It's in cosmetics. And it's even in some of our medications. They're putting Mm -hmm. yellow number five, the dangerous one, in meds and shit. Right. And one of the things that the FDA does is they come out and they specifically claim, in fact, not that yellow number five uh, uh, lowers your sperm count, but that in some articles, they even claim that yellow number five does the opposite and improves your sperm count. 
that you actually get more sperm from eating yellow number five, which is very opposite of everything we've heard all these years. That's really that's really wild. But of course, they would say that, you know, mm-hmm. they're trying to sell more yellow number five. Exactly. And what I find interesting about yellow number five, right, is mm-hmm. I can't even. Is no is the the government made it? They made it because I can't even find like when I search who made yellow number five. There's no person. It's just like this is what it is. This yep. is what it is. It's just the government. And now I'm about to. I need to find out about yellow number four. Because why the hell did they <laughs> even need to? What the hell was wrong with yellow number four? Where you like nah another one? So they just kept making stuff. Yeah, this is all a hoax. So this is a government company that just made up stuff. So then they and then they would just make the food companies have to buy it, so the food companies would be able to distribute, or they would have just had roadblocks for the trucks, so the trucks wouldn't be able to get to the stores. So exactly just to get access and to the stores. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fucked up part, right? Is that we're talking about the FDA and the FDA being a government uh, organization is also approving these things for our usage but they're not they're not coming out and the, the FDA in 2017 this is a great example of what i mean in 2017 it was proved that a third of the FDA's approved drugs had problems either in not working the way they're supposed to or making people feel like a different kind of sick after they took the motherfuckers so of course the FDA to your point is going to approve yellow number 5 because they made the shit and they want to put it in shit yeah, it's uh it's dark, it's a dark road, man. Yeah, and then I'm looking at yellow number four. I <laughs> I wanna know like why do y'all keep on making them? You know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. just it's just like, oh, we gotta sell, we gotta sell this to that. That's cause yep. you know what it is? The the easiest customer to get is a customer you already had. So they just keep on releasing yellows like Jordan's. Ooh. Oh, you got, oh, you like yellow? No, oh, here's the new one. It's an update. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I've, and you just keep on, like, and it's not much different, but yep. it's a new one. And you, know, you get to sell it. And this is what it costs to do business with us. You got to keep getting these new yellows. Yeah. Or we're not going to be too mellow. You guys can't see it at home, but Hannibal just uh, leaned real far back from the microphone in in celebration, I guess, of that that hot line he just dropped. <laughs> and now he's changing his filter. It's it's a fantastic uh, move. It's a real mic drop of a moment. That yeah. said, with yellow number five, and I think all of this is important. That one of the things that they also point to, despite approving yellow number five for our usage, they do also say that there is a chance that overconsumption of yellow number five can lead to things like eczema and asthma and hyperactivity. So, again, it's the government pulling their bullshit, right? Because they're not saying like, oh, it'll shrink your dick. They're, in fact, they're saying it's the opposite of shrink your dick. But they will say hey, but there's a chance you're going to be uh, chubby and can't breathe and also overactive at the exact same time. So they're skipping one problem to let you get away with a different one. <laughs> just like the government, brother. That's just like the government is just always just trying just to sabotage us but make it seem like they're trying to help. Oh, we found this. But trust me, our friend that paid a lot of money 
to get this through. He's legit. And then years later, mm-hmm. gonna see, man. It's, yeah, this is, uh, it's some bullshit. It's a tough one. Yeah, man. The 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 simulation, man, is just real. I don't know, brother. It's just uh, I just wanna. Sometimes I just wanna leave this world and just go to a farm and just make my own food. No yellows, one through five, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> and definitely not six through ten. You know, just where I just make mine on the land, and just yep. you know. And then just the future poop farm outpost, and that's just what it is. <laughs> no yellow, just green, natural green yeah. that grows from the earth. Yeah. Okay. So the additional sort of wild thing that I think I discovered in all of this is that, and I wanted to really ask myself, okay, if we're talking about sperm count, what are the things that potentially could lower your sperm count? Things that that you would associate with unhealthy Uh, living obviously is probably closer to things that are going to lower your sperm count. And they say that smoking tobacco, being overweight, consuming too much alcohol and drug use, all of which, in my personal opinion, half of these things at least are caused and or related to Mountain Dew. Do you know what I mean? Like in, in that scenario, Mountain Dew is a guy, it's the real gateway drug as far as I'm concerned. Mountain Dew is, yeah, is leading, man. The drinking, that's the that's the government right there, man. Mm-hmm. Pushing pushing the why are they pushing the drinking, huh? <laughs> but they not pushing the weed. They pushing the drinking because they got all the drinking spots, you know? Right. Saying, man? Hey, you could drink, look, football, drinking. Yep. You don't see nobody ever sloshed in a in a commercial though. Nah, nobody's wasted. No, ever. Nobody's ever wasted. You nobody and nobody. I never seen that many people happy drinking Coors Light. Also, <laughs> nobody would ever drink Coors Light without advertising. Nobody would ever naturally gravitate to a Coors Light. Like, exactly. oh, let me get something mediocre and flavorless organically. That's what I desire on my own by myself. Let me go get it. Nah, yeah, that, that's not the choice. That's that's something institutionalized that you've you've landed on. But you didn't start your day being like, I got a fucking I love Coors Light. I got a craving for Coors. Coors Light, Coors Light. I feel like it will just I'll have a good time. <laughs> I feel like it represents friendship to me. That's why I connect those. What? No. <laughs> Whenever I feel alone, I reach for yeah. a Coors Light, and I feel I feel a little more whole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's how you know how trash Coors Light is, right? Because mm-hmm. a big part of their marketing was like, we made a can that you could see how cold it is mm-hmm. while it's in the can. It's like it's really, it's like you know you can see that it's really cold. Hey, <laughs> like, what? That's not a. Like, yeah, that's, not look. How you, that's not how you advertise <laughs> beer. I'll be honest with exactly. you. The cold wasn't oh. the, the main thing that I was looking for here. But if you say something as a company of you with your full chest, then it's gonna get it's gonna get people. It's just the it's just the level of force you go with it. Like yeah. when they did the the Haynes campaign, and it's like, oh, it's Haynes, but now Ain't no tags on the shirt. Like, it wasn't that deep. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> yeah, that wasn't no that wasn't the difference maker in me enjoying <laughs> this t-shirt. Yeah, oh, for this white tee that I pay. Oh no, ta- oh okay. Oh yeah, I don't have scissors, so this was just really. I was beating my wife over how annoying these <laughs> shirt tags were. So luckily, I saw MJ with these <laughs> tagless shirts, or else. Luckily, (laughs) luckily, I saw Nazi MJ wearing these tagless shirts, and now I feel, yeah, this is better. This is much better. Yeah, this is gonna change my life right now. You know, (laughs) I feel much more connected to the brand now that I know it's tagless. It's tagless, yeah, man. (laughs) Man, like, yo, let's let them know it's tagless, and that worked for some folks. It did. I guess. All right. I won't kill myself. My shirt's tagless. Perfect. All right. We're going to take another break. We'll be back with more Hannibal Birds and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back why are you gay who says i'm gay 
You ugly. Yeah, we're back here with more Hannibal Birds. <laughs> more my mama told me. <laughs> we're still talking about yellow number five and stupid ass tagless shirts. I don't know. We started getting off into all kinds of conspiracy theories about the way the government and advertising works and tries to trick you out of stuff. And boy, was it a good time. That's why I like I enjoy travel when I've been in Asia, when I've been in like Thailand, Korea yeah. and Japan. Because I don't know the language, so the advertising, it doesn't hit my brain as much. Oh, they can't so trick to, you. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just, you're not absorbing it the same way. Even if you're like, I don't want, you just kind of, you see the image, but it's not, you know, yeah. it's not your folks. You don't know none of the people and you don't know the words. So it's just, you're able to have less noise in the brain. It's nice. Yeah, there is. I, I I went to Japan a few years ago and I felt something similar where it's like a bunch of pictures of stuff that I didn't already associate with being good. And so yeah. without the words, it doesn't look that good. It's just like, I guess they yeah. got a different kind of thing over here. Yeah, it's nice, man. And just even that knowing what people are saying when you at the coffee shop and mm-hmm. it's kind of as long as they not like looking towards you. Just if you're able to be in your own zone, it's it's nice to just really like, okay, this is good. I don't know what none of y'all talking about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got a little private booth over here with uh, (laughs) the English language. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's jump into this game. It's a a fun game. It's it's a classic game on this podcast. It's a game called White Lies. Ugly, you're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. White Lies. It's a fun game where I am going to introduce to you a conspiracy theory widely believed, and widely is a heavy word here, a conspiracy theory that white people fuck around with, that they they possibly believe and uh, spread amongst themselves. And what I would love for you to do, Hannibal, is tell me why you think White people are so committed to this conspiracy theory. What do you think they're holding on to in in this theory? Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. Hell yeah. Okay. This is a fun one. It's a, a more recent one, in fact, that uh, as of late, people have been claiming that Bill Gates is making fake snow, that in Texas in particular, snow was falling. And from that snow, they were making snowballs and then lighting the snowballs on fire. And they claimed that the snow was not melting and, in fact, was was getting hotter because of the fire that they were lighting on these snowballs. And because they were basically claiming that this was metal in the snow that was making the snow get hotter and not melt. And that was all because of Bill Gates controlling the weather. And my question for you, Hannibal, is why do you think white people believe in this fake snow from Bill Gates? Is there video of what they're talking about? Oh, there absolutely is video. Do you want to okay. see some video? I do. I do need to see it just okay, to feel Okay, hell yeah. It. Hold on. I can pull up some video. That's uh, not a problem, actually. Yeah, because that one sound. I mean, I think the real thing is that you really think billionaires can, can do anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, especially with just a plan and access to people and, you know, and maybe... They can fund stuff for a long time without really needing to turn a profit and what. Right. <laughs> it's like, hey, figure this out. Figure this out. You got 10 years. 
I'm going to play the video for you. Goes out to our government and Bill Gates. Thank you, Bill Gates, for trying to fucking trick us that this is real snow. You'll see it's not melting. The hell? And it's going to burn. Snow don't burn. Snow fucking melts. No water, no dripping, no nothing. If I put this shit in the microwave, it's going to start sparking because there's metal mixed in it. So you see that? No way. No melting. Hey, you know what? I was, before you showed me. Yeah. I was on the fence. Like, maybe it's true. I don't know. It seems like something's possible. But then once I heard her say, thank you, Bill Gates, I was like, oh, it's not true. Nope. Just on her tone. I just yep. dismissed it on tone, which is not how you should make decisions. But <laughs> on this one, on this snow, fire snow conspiracy theory, I'm going to go with my gut and offer her, thank you, Bill Gates, like that. Uh, I love I'm say it's not. I love just the immediate lack of knowledge around melting snow, but a hundred percent knowledge that this is Bill Gates' fault. Like Bill, I wouldn't. I I might think Bill Gates was involved, but I wouldn't be like Bill Gates yeah. did the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's like eighty eight people mean, under him that I'd blame before it was directly him making the snow. Here's another layer to it, though, right? You know how some they say sometimes rappers orchestrate rap beef, right? Mm. They, uh, and they put it together for promo. What if Bill Gates got a weird sense of humor <laughs> and he's just like, here's $1,000. Tell him I'll be making my own snow <laughs> and be mad about it. <laughs> he's just doing boosty promos. <laughs> Yeah. Damn, I got fake snow for a thousand dollars, and they just like, yeah, I guess, all right, no, I'll do it. Tell them, yeah, just say it, yeah. <laughs> Auditioning, her. oh, she sounds perfect. Charlene, <laughs> let me hear you say thank you, Bill Gates, but mad. Say it real mad to distract us from the real evil shit he's actually doing. Mm. He like do some snow bullshit mm -hmm. while I'm still in kangaroos. <laughs> I do think. To your point, I do think that's why a bunch of billionaires never come out and even disagree with this shit. Like, they never address yeah. it at all. And I think so much of it is like, oh, if that's what y'all think I'm doing, I'm chilling. I don't give a <laughs> fuck about that. The fakes know I'll sleep fine. I am murdering babies with bathwater <laughs> that I flew in from a different country. Like, I'm not, yeah. I, I ain't got nothing to do with the snowballs. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, smoke screen, man. Smoke screen. Hell smoke yeah. Smoke bomb. Boom. And then, so yeah, that's where it's at. I love it. So let's get into that. That's the next research. <laughs> is seeing if billionaires are creating fake conspiracy theories mm. to cover up what they're actually doing. Oh, I like that. Because there's a, okay, immediately after you say that, that makes me think about how like, that article came out where Tyler Perry was uh, was shooting entire television series in like 12 days. And it's like, is he doing that or is something way more fucked up happening there? And he's real cool with y'all knowing that he shoots quickly <laughs> on set. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, I'm overworking the actors. Fine. Sure. If that's what you want to go with. I'm cool. <laughs> 
you might get the electric chair. You mess up a take on. <laughs> <laughs> you mess up a line on one of the. <laughs> I was I when I I remember seeing that I was like, damn, he put he did how many episodes and how many days, and I'm still sitting on this goddamn YouTube video of me playing Madden. I've been sitting on this for like eleven months, still. <laughs> tinkering like one more thing <laughs> if i could just sharpen this a little bit yeah, then they'll know i enjoy thing. playing madden <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. we did it hannibal this was a pleasure yeah. this was a delight could you tell Thank the people you, at home where they can find you what cool shit you got going on uh you can catch me i'm about to start I found out about this app called uh, Station Head. Mm. And it's that uh, you can do live streaming radio and it connects with Spotify and Apple Music. And so it's kind of fitting for what I wanted because I had Clubhouse, but then it's only talking. And so yeah. it's like it's like you could do the talking and it's integrated with music. So you kind of play what you like, do a radio show. So I'm about to start doing shit on there. Hell yeah. Station Head, Future Poop coming soon. <laughs> music dropping soon. Check out my pages. I'm gonna have. I'm doing more music now. Getting on the road, back on the road. You know, I'm doing my first indoor show in about 15, 16 months Whoa. this weekend, and yeah, in Honolulu. Oh shit! You starting in Hawaii? That's fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I moved out here for a little bit temporarily, so first gigs in Hawaii. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. I haven't done like a real show in a in a minute, but I'm hyped. Hell yeah. Well well follow Hannibal, do all those things and and look out for future poop. And as always, uh you can follow me at Langston Kerman and please uh do all the things you're supposed to do to a podcast, subscribe, review. I don't know. It don't matter. Okay, bye. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.